You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone. I hope you can hear me. This has been an interesting evening so far. This is Eileen, the Heart Healer, and you are live on Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. That's a mouthful. We have been trying for um, almost 20 minutes now to get into Blog Talk Radio, actually even longer than that. Um, I don't know if it storms everywhere or something going on astrologically, but all I can say is in South Florida, where I live, The storms have been horrible all day today. So I'm just praying that the people that had been in the queue and were so patiently waiting will call back in after they realize that we somehow managed to get past the glitchiness of getting the show started. It happens. You know, that's why they have bumper stickers and T-shirts with that on it, right? Oh, bless me. So I don't know how your week's been, but... It's been an interesting energy. (laughs) Today is just kind of more of the same. Um, For those of you new to the show, we share a little bit of spiritual wisdom uh, in the beginning of the show, and then um, we go uh, for the live readings. And so if you're in the queue waiting um, patiently to receive your reading and you've not called in before, just have one question in mind. You don't need to worry about how you're going to language it. I'll help you with that. And, and as soon as we kind of get past the beginning of the show, we will, we will begin your readings. And if you want, depending upon how many people are in the queue, since everything got so strange, you can ask too. How's that? <laughs> All right. So um, my, my thought for wisdom tonight was going to be that there are 
so many philosophies on healing. I'm sorry. I, I'm like chuckling to myself at, I said to RJ, our, our producer, um, when, when we were about to get onto the line, may the technology gods be good to, good to us tonight because of all the storms here. Oh, bless me. Okay. So healing is an interesting dynamic and I personally don't know how you like to heal and what you like to focus on, but I like to go for the root cause of things. You know, I don't want to play around with surface information. I want to go to the root of what the issue is and clear the living daylights out of it so that it's gone to whatever degree it's gone means in, for, in terms of how it serves my highest good and the highest good of the clients that I work with. And so there's so many different philosophies. I like energetic healing. It's what I've been master, mastery, hmm, developing mastery at for 25 years now. And, and it is, it brings me great joy. You know, I tend to see the world from an energetic perspective. So even though we live in what appears to be a 3D world, in essence, it isn't. That's really an illusion. And, and so everything that we see, sense, feel, hear, and know is energy vibrating at different frequencies. And with that concept, it opens up so many other possibilities for what we are able to heal. Now, I love the teachings of Kryon. That's K-R-Y-O-N. And Kryon teaches us that there's just so many things that we're capable of through our Akashic records. And the Akashic records, for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, is the vibrational imprint. It's a hall of records that holds the vibrational imprint of the soul's journey. Whether you believe you've lived one lifetime or millions of them or somewhere in between or more, the vibrational imprint of that experience in its totality is saved. And where we can access that information, interestingly enough, is through the vibration of our DNA. It's all in there. So when we travel from one lifetime to another, we take all the information that we've learned, all the experiences that we've had along with us. So one type of healing that is truly possible is to reach back in time through our Akashic records and pull forward healthy cells, healthy organs, pull forward this from a previous time of existence and have our cells remember how to reproduce in a way that is consistent with when they were healthy. I know for a lot of people that may be a big reach, but it makes so much sense to me, and it's so powerful. There's very powerful language that we can use that Cryon teaches that you can say this to yourselves. Let me pull it up here because I have it in my phone. I work with it every day. 
And so it's basically you're telling yourself, and the reason you're doing this is because from Quran's teachings, our cells, right before they're about to go into cell division, they ask the question, same or different? Meaning, are they supposed to reproduce and create the same type of cell with the same types of disease in it? Or are they being asked to create a change? So with that in mind, in order to create the change, the language is, to all my cells, this is what I want. And then you fill in what you want your cells to do. If you want your cells to be disease-free, if you want certain cells to only reproduce in a healthy way, if you have disease within an organ, let's say, let's say it's just for an example, you have um, some kind of a, um, a disease on your big toe, right? Let's say it's a small tumor and you want those cells to stop reproducing as a tumor. You would say to all my cells, this is what I want. Each and every cell connected to this tumor, I want to reproduce as healthy cells, absent the disease. I don't know how this will happen. Please bring it forward in the way that you know, and I will trust that which is sacred within me and the old soul to bring it forward. I claim this every day. Every day I feel better and better, and I am so grateful. And I think I added the last sentence. And so if you're dealing with physical manifestations of dis-ease, that is a statement that you can put out to the universe every day and see what happens. I've been working with this with um, an issue that I've been having, and along with the Ho'oponopono prayer, with very specific intentions there as well, because that is also going for the root cause to erase it from the mind. And I have to tell you, it's been an extraordinary journey that I've been kind of rolling along here in the last uh, few months, and, and I'm grateful for it. It's not fast moving. So if you're looking for rapid response, you may not see it in the way that you'd like to. So I invite you that if you're going to embark on a journey like this, that you must be patient, and you must be in trust. For the Ho'oponopono, which I've spoken about in previous shows and will continue to talk about, this is the ancient Hawaiian um, practice of, of healing and clearing. The phrases are, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, and thank you. Or you can just say, I love you. Or you can just say thank you. And basically what you're, what you're speaking to is whatever the memory or data is that is the root cause for whatever manifestation of dis-ease you're choosing to address. That can be an uncomfortable emotion. It can be a belief, a thought form, or it can be the physical manifestation of disease. The two in combination are incredibly powerful. So what we know about Ho'oponopono is that we have to accept 100% responsibility for everything that we're creating. 
But the beauty of this is, is that 99.99% of it, we're not creating consciously. And that's an important ingredient to understand rather than feeling guilty or going into judgment of yourselves with why did I create this? It's not about that. It's simply about accepting 100% responsibility for everything that you see, sense, feel, hear, and know. Because on some level of consciousness, you are its creator. And because we're all connected, we're all creating together. We're not separate from each other, you know? So when I clear something in me, I have no idea how many people on this planet and how many people that were my ancestors, the energy of them is benefiting from this clearing because divine creator, God, Allah, great spirit, whatever you call it, whatever it means to you is the one that's doing the clearing. And I trust in that in the wisdom of that divine presence. So the I love you is to the data and memory that is the root cause for whatever it is that you want to have cleared. And so like a mother speaking to a child, you say, I love you to whatever that root cause is. And I'm sorry for whatever I've done to create you. And please forgive me speaking to the child, your inner child, the one that's been dealing with all of this subconscious mind craziness that is all this memory and data, you know, since the beginning of creation. It's a really pissed off little kid when you think about it. And when we react, we're reacting as a kid. We're not reacting as an adult. Adults know better. The child in us that's reacting. And so please forgive me for whatever I've done to create this, whatever this is. And the thank you is is to God. Thank you for erasing it all. And if it serves our highest good, it is indeed erased. One fiber of light at a time. From us, from our cellular memory, because the mind and the mind of the cell are mirrors. Whatever's in the subconscious mind is in the subconscious mind of the cell. Whatever's in the conscious mind is in the conscious mind of the cell and so on. When it's erased from the mind it, with God's grace, it's erased from the mind of the cell simultaneously and from wherever else it exists. So physical healing can take many different forms. Our beliefs definitely shape what type of healing speaks to us. And none of it's good, bad, right, wrong. It's simply the journey of healing that each of us chooses to be on. The more conscious the choice, the more empowered I believe that we feel. Now, I feel very empowered by my choices for healing, but someone else may never feel comfortable with that type of philosophy. And that's okay. You have to find your way. When you do a healing of any kind, my greatest suggestion to you, I feel this is the most important, is to honor how you feel, honor your beliefs, and look at yourself, if you can, from that holistic model, that is that you are a physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic being. 
So when you're creating a healing program for yourself, take into consideration that in order to create healing, you need to feel a sense of balance on all those aspects of who you are or in all those aspects of who you are. So when you look at what can you do for yourself physically based on your current belief systems, you know, then you you create a program for yourself, a healing program. Emotionally, whatever you believe, trust me when I say to you, keep moving through those emotions, especially the ones that don't feel good because they're dense and they're part of the disease, whatever it is. The best you can do to keep moving through them and learn tools to clear them will be very helpful. The mental part of you is what you believe. It's your thoughts. It's your self-talk. It's the words you speak to yourself. Are they loving? Are they life-affirming? Do they represent that you already believe that you are well, that healing has already occurred? If not, then tweak it. Pay a little attention to that because that will be helpful to you in a very big way. And whatever your spiritual connection is, let it work with you because connecting to divine creator, whoever that is for you, is so important in terms of raising your vibration, your energy frequency, which will enhance your healing in amazing ways. So questions about that? please feel free to ask them, be in touch with me. I love to share, schedule a strategy session with me. Go on my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash contact, whatever feels good to you. All right, enough said. So RJ, let's let's go with the, the couple of callers that we have in the queue and see how we can be of service tonight. Absolutely. First, we have Pat from Connecticut. Okay, Pat, good evening, and thank you so much for calling back in. Oh, thank you, and thank you for uh, what I was just listening to. It's it's very helpful. Good. I'm very grateful. How can I be of service to you tonight? Well, as I was listening to you, I was trying to think of a question. I have many, but then all of a sudden I realized something that you said. I, um, I'm 64 years old. I've, I've had a difficult mm-hmm. life. Um, I've learned to be responsible and get things done when I need to. And now suddenly, oh, I'm 65. Now suddenly, I am struggling with the self-sabotage of not getting things done and things that are very valuable. I have received a commission, the biggest ever in my lifetime, and it's I'm still into it a year and trying to get going, and I'm just stunned at myself. Um, I know there are factors of maybe health and uh, frustration with tiredness, and that's depressing me, but I'm really giving into this. And and you, you talked about getting to the core. I would really like to figure out the core because I don't think, I think it goes way back to my childhood and probably even beyond. Um, but it almost feels like I'm being a brat. But every day I tell myself I'm going to do it today, and every day I don't get to it. I do have anxiety. You know, there's many factors, but all those factors, you know, they can all be 
surmounted. I know that from my I past. hear you. I hear you. So, so you have two choices, right? You can either engage in it, and I could ask you, how's that working for you? Because that's what you've been doing. Or you can do, or yeah. you can do something different, right? In, in the philosophy of Ho'oponopono, Pat, there are three um, aspects of consciousness, only three. One is our connection to divine creator or God, or whatever you want to call it. One is inspiration, and one is data, memory, or suffering. Everything you described okay. is data, memory, and suffering, right? Okay. Yes? No? Yes. Yes? Yes, okay. you're right. The inspiration is gone. Okay. No, no, it's not gone. It's not gone. Let, let me, bear with me a minute. Okay. 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 All right. So just breathe for a minute. Okay. Most human beings, most human beings live in this consciousness of, of data and memory and the suffering that comes from it. And everything in this realm is cause and effect. The body is an effect of what we are thinking, believing, expressing in the mind. It gets to be that simple. So if that resonates with you, then let's make it really simple. It doesn't matter what the past has been. It doesn't matter whether it's from childhood or from the past life. What we know is that in this moment you're suffering. And it is the effect fact of it is everything that you just languished. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The other piece of it, though, is that for every 15 bytes of information that we're conscious of per second, 15 million per second are in, uh, in the subconscious. We have no idea. So engaging with it, trying to figure it out, you're dealing with 15 million bytes of information per second that there's no way in hell that you're going to be able to connect with. So how about if you consider doing it a different way and just try it? And that is that, okay, so I'm going to give you the language for it. Okay. So just whatever this, whatever this is, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling tired, If your mind is not able to focus, whatever's not working that you have the conscious awareness of, just say to it, whatever this is, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I've done to create you. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create you. And thank you, God, for clearing it. And you can say either I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Just kind of repeat it until you feel like you've shifted a little bit in that moment or just say, I love you, or just say, thank you, divine creator will understand. But have it be a way of being rather than doing it first thing in the morning or doing it at night, maybe at noontime. Try it that way and see how that feels. I personally have had profound shifts doing this, doing this process. It, it is it is extraordinary to me. It is the fastest way to get to the root without needing to know what the root is. Does that make sense I hear to you, you, Pat? I hear you. Okay. And 
while you were saying that, I realized how much I hate this aspect of me. So absolutely, this is going to be a challenge. Which aspect? Which aspect? Well, as you said, it doesn't matter if it goes back to childhood or if it's this or it's that. It's all those things. You're right. It doesn't matter. But as you said, I love you. I realize, wow, that's going to be a challenge because I do hate I've been, I've learned to hate this aspect of me, so I I need to, yeah. I hear you, and you don't have to mean it. Just say it. Oh, no, I hear you, too. I'm going to practice this, absolutely. Okay. Just, just, uh, there's also, there's also an amazing breath, right, that you can do that I find also to be wonderful, and it's a 10-count breath. You breathe okay. into the count of 10, and you can do it as quickly as you want. You can breathe into the count of 10, hold your breath for the count of 10, breathe out for the count of 10, and then hold your breath again for the count of 10. Okay. And do that 10 times. Do that 10 times. Right. And the finger mudra is holding thumb and first finger in okay. each hand. Okay? okay. I find that counting to 10 drives me a little crazy. So you know what I do? And you can do this if you choose. I say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Instead of counting to 10. So as I breathe in, I'm saying, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. As I'm holding it, I'm thinking it. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. As I'm breathing out, I'm thinking, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And as I'm holding it, uh, holding it again, I, I say to myself, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And I repeat that 10 times. Same finger Okay. Movement. You pick which, whichever one works. Last tool, because okay. I'm going to give you them all, right? There are plenty of them, but this is another one that you might find, especially since you're having physical symptoms. Blue solar water. Get a blue glass bottle. doesn't matter who made it. Just so that it doesn't have metal on the inside of it. Okay. Fill it with water. Let it sit in the sun for an hour. Drink it. No metal cap. So you can either Google it and there's a company that sells them or you can go to your, you know, if you've got a blue glass bottle in your house, use it, you know, and drink as much of it as you can. If you can't get sunlight, hmm? sit in the sunlight for an hour, one hour, that's it. Okay. If 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 you don't have sunlight, let it sit in light as long as it's not fluorescent. Okay. Use the combination of the three tools. See how that feels for you. And then then be in touch. Let me know how you're doing, okay? I will. It's I love you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I thank you. Love you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. you I'm sorry. Please forgive me is to the issue to the memory and data that is the source of the issue that lives in your subconscious. Okay. That is the inner child, represented by the inner child. Wow. So thank, thank you, you so much. You are worthy thank and welcome. Thank Thanks so you. much for calling huh? in. You have a good night, Thank you Pat. very much. Blessings. Bye-bye. Pat. You're welcome, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Bye-bye now. Thank you. All right, RJ, where are we off to? 
Well, we're going to visit with a repeat caller, Nancy. And in my <laughs> haste to get the show back on the air, I didn't get where she was from. <laughs> she lives in Delaware. <laughs> That's right. There we go. Hey, Nancy. How are you tonight, honey? I am just laughing. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot believe. At which part? Please share. <laughs> kind of everything. Well, the first part was when I called the first time, RJ took my name and my place where I live, and then as he was saying goodbye, he said, I hope we don't have technical problems tonight. <laughs> and so it's all your fault, RJ. Um, <laughs> no, I said so, it first. It's really my fault. <laughs> all right. Well, you, 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 you can blame me. I can before, so there you go. <laughs> Um, RJ, shall we blame you? Okay, RJ. You know, RJ's going to fall on a sword. We'll blame him tonight. That's okay. (laughs) All right, Nancy. What can we do to solve perfection? So then I I almost sent you a text earlier today because I'm reading one of Cryon's books right now. And and I thought my question would be a great thing to be what you talked about in the beginning. And I thought, well, I'll just, um, you know, send her. And, and if she does, she does. And then you start talking about Ty, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's great. She heard me even though I didn't ever send a text. Yeah. So that's great. And then the other thing is that, first of all, that, I know Anne is on the line, so she's probably next, which is hysterical because last week we we tag-teamed it. And that woman who just was with you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, That could have been words coming out of my mouth for beginning setup kind of thing. And Mm. I've been doing that blue water, and it's a very subtle, gentle thing, but I do feel that it's... I don't know really exactly what it's doing, but it's doing something. And so all the advice you told her was just reminders of what you had shared with me. So that was perfection. Good. Good. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. So it always works that way because we are so connected. Group energy is always dynamic. So with that said, what is it that I can do to support you tonight, sweet lady? Okay, so what I would like is to have the Akashic um, definition, not quite the right word, but I'll use that, of what description, that's what I want to use, description. The Akashic description of the beginning of our Akashic records as humans this time. And the words that are used in the book are that it's returning, for now, we are returning to our pure sacredness of spirit. And I was just feeling into what that means for me, and it's just really swirly, swirly energy at this point. So can you give the definition from... from I can can share with you what, what what I've learned through spirit through the years. Um, in the way that it has made sense to me, um, and hopefully that will will help in some way. And and so imagine um, in in the beginning of creation, we are but one light. 
we are the divine presence. And, and God decides that divine presence, divine creator decides it wants to experience itself and is, and is omnipotent, omniscient, all that, 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 that presence is, it's unable to experience itself within itself. So it sent forth its light. And the concept of free will was created because the light that was sent forth was sent forth with the understanding that, that the individuation of these lights was sent forth with the understanding that there was going to be an illusion of feeling separate. But that in truth, there was no separation. And so there was this agreement that was made by all those who agreed to have that light sent forward, to experience the illusion of separation. And we descended from the oneness through 12, 12 realities, shall we say. And with each descending reality, there was a greater sense of the illusion of separation. But before we descended through each, there was that free will choice to indeed, yes, that we would be willing to go to the next level until we descended into human form. And so what's interesting to me is as I look back on the different gateways that opened over, um, I'm trying to remember what years, you know, the 11, 11, 11, the 12, 12, 12, there was no 13, 13, 13 gateway, right? It's the 12 dissensions. And so as each gateway has opened, the veil has become less and less between our human sensory awareness and that of that which is more than human. And so this is part of the ascension process is coming into higher vibrational awarenesses that bring us closer and closer to our conscious connection to source, to, to the divine creator on a conscious level. And breathe. Does that make sense to you, how I'd explain this? Yes, absolutely. Okay. It's almost impossible to explain it in language. It's whatever I just said can't possibly represent the totality of the experience because from the human perspective, we can't understand and know what it is to not truly or to truly not be human. We can, we can have inklings of it, but we can't understand the immenseness of the universe, the extraordinary capabilities that we have when we're not in these bodies. We can't when we're in the body to the extent that we can when we're not. Mm-hmm. So we, we find okay. language that fits the construct that we're here that will fit into a concept 
that will make some kind of sense to us, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So actually, right here at this point that you ended on was where I wanted you to begin. So when when we first were on Lemuria and being instructed, because it was an island, the teachings remained pure for a lengthy time, let's say it. So, so that, that sense of being then is what I would like the description of, that pureness of spirit in human form before... Mm. We started see the, moving away from you it. You see, yes, 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 yes. The, the, hmm. Can you get it through me? I'm asking. Give me a moment. Mm-hmm. What I see, sense, feel, hear, and I'm understanding to the greatest extent that I can uh, Nancy, is that there was a fluidity of light, of energy. Um, there was minimal form, a fluidity of light. Everything was light and light generated. Power was light. Um, all functionality was through light, light language. Um, and the power that that was able to be expressed was beyond our capability with ego, which is why everything was destroyed, among other things. It just was too, was too easy. It was There was not the maturity that was necessary to combine ego with the power that the spirit expressed. There was the ability to manifest instantaneously, but no conscious, um, what is not the word consciousness, but conscience to be able to kind of find, to create like a, a balance to it. Does that make sense as what I'm saying? I hope. Um, yes, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It. Remember that being in this realm is an experiment in free will. And so if the experiment wasn't working, then all who were concerned had to make an agreement that it was time to shift out of it and start the experiment again in a different way. This is what cryon is all about in terms of the magnetics of the planet, because the magnetics of the planet planet are directly influencing the consciousness on the planet. Yeah. And our ability and our ability to evolve. So there, there is no simple explanation but it is, it is a part of humanity's uh, quote-unquote evolution that needed to come to completion and it needed to start over again. 
the experience was one that was more like spirit than human. So there was all of that um, ability, all of the abilities that we don't have as human beings that were part and parcel of being human. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it was a very different existence. How we used energy for, for power um, was, was very different. We're just beginning to understand what they knew at that time, just beginning. We have a long way to go to get to that, that um, evolution of knowledge for science to catch up to what spirit already knows. And hopefully our conscience, our, our minds, our egos, our personalities will be balanced. Our intellect will be balanced with our spirit, which will make us be able to utilize these powers with, with great uh, heart rather than without it. Yeah. Because if we have it without it, we will destroy ourselves again. You have to have the balance in order for it to work. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So that was the genesis, shall we say, of my question because <laughs> it is my understanding for me. Yes, you got it. Yay. Um, um, okay. That my role is to help return to this this. Um, sacredness of spirit and understand knowing knowing that we do have to come from where we are to to return to that purity. It's like I don't even know what the the end point that I'm going for is, but maybe that's perfection in and of itself. You know, um, the the perfection. It's an interesting word we are perfect in our imperfection as human beings. Yes. The perfection is, is the ability to be in the process, no matter what the process is, in a way that has understanding, that has compassion, that is from the heart. Yes. You know? But with, with that being the core of it, we will always be okay. And we as a species, a human species, are moving more and more into the ability to hold this space. It's a process and it's a slow one. But I would say that in the last 10, 15 years, we've, we've grown in leaps by leaps and bounds. So much has Absolutely. changed and continues to change and will continue to change. And it is with people like you, Nancy, that it will be possible for us to navigate these waters, you know, that are unknown to us, that are unfamiliar to many, but familiar as well to many. And those that these waters are familiar to um, will be the way showers, as they always have been. So thank you, sweetie. I'm so grateful you called in tonight. A wonderful question. 
definitely a little bit different than what we usually address here. And, and it was lovely. Thank you so much. You have a good rest of your evening. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was, that was perfect. That last little bit you said just opened up doors. So thank you so much. Oh, I'm grateful, Nancy. Wonderful. Have a good rest of your night. Much love, honey. Thank you. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. All right. RJ, where are we off to? Well, we're going to visit Texas and talk with Tony. All right. Tony, good evening, and thanks for hanging in there with us tonight. Hi. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. My joy, honey. How can we be of service tonight? What's going on with you? I want to see what you can tell me. I mean, I haven't had much luck in a relationship. I've been in and out of a relationship. I would like to see what you could see for me or tell me what is it that I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Okay. First off, you're never doing anything wrong. Okay. So let's release some judgment there. Whatever you've created, um, in who you've attracted, at the core, the opportunity for learning is all that it's about. And the core lesson is about learning how to be and remembering how to be a loving presence unto yourself first. Mm -hmm. If you remember that, it will tell you where you want to tweak whatever it is that you're doing that's attracting the kind of relationships that have been less than loving or satisfactory to you. Does that make sense? What I just said? Yeah. I mean, I get that a lot from people. I I know exactly what I want and I could be patient, but I, maybe that's why I haven't been able to find that person. Cause, or maybe I myself think I, and maybe I might be scared of the relationship. I don't know. So I'm kind of giving myself some your... space right now. I hear you. I hear you. Probably a wise choice, but just breathe into your heart center for me for a moment. You know, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. And just focus there for me. Mm-hmm. So, so this is what I want to say to you as I connect in with you. There is a magnificent love waiting for you. Magnificent. A person that can stand next to you, equal to you, loving of you, that you can be loving with, that is all the qualities that you desire. And truth be told, what you just said, the idea of that scares the bejeebies out of you. (laughs) Okay? If you're scared of it, frightened of it, you can't bring it in, my love. It's the quickest way to repel it. So if you want to attract it because it's there for you, it's available to you, it is not that far away from you. The minute you find that space within yourself that says, I am worthy of this and willing, is the minute this energy starts coming towards you. But you've got a wall that's about, you know, 50 billion miles thick that you can't get through. Mm -hmm. 
and it's all fear. And it doesn't matter what the fear is. As I explained to our first caller, don't get stuck on what it is. Just love it and clear it. Use the Ho'oponopono prayer if it works for you. Mm -hmm. Right? And say, to whatever it is that, that I am in fear of about bringing in a divine romantic relationship, whatever that is in me, I love you. I'm sorry for whatever I've done to create you. Please forgive me for whatever I've done to create you. And thank you, God, or divine creator, for erasing it from me completely. I open my heart to love. And say it all the time. That sounds very pretty. Just say it all the time. Mm -hmm. Write it down. You know, and, and, and any time you get that feeling of angst, just that feeling of angst when you have the conscious awareness of it, don't worry about what it is. Just, I love you. Whatever you are, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And as I said to our first caller, you don't even need to mean it. Just say it. I love you. 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 Or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Or all four phrases. It doesn't matter. Whatever feels good to you. It will start to shift, and it will shift it from wherever it exists. So it's a nice, this is a public service announcement. As we clear, Mm -hmm. we clear for everybody. So isn't that a nice gift to give humanity? So thank you. If you're going to clear it, I'm grateful. (laughs) So so get to work. (laughs) Okay. All right, Tony. Does that make sense to you, honey? It does. I mean, I kind of like, oh, my God, I've met nice people. But, you know, and I I guess I always feel like I'm sabotaging it. So whatever it is, you can, the language you can yeah. use is that whatever it is that is the cause for me sabotaging any and everything mm-hmm. in my life. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. Because you're never going to figure out what it is. So don't try. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can if you choose to. But to me, that's, that's engaging in it. And anytime we engage in something, we create more of it. I'm sorry. Say yeah. that again, Tony. I didn't hear you. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have time. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you, and I totally support you in manifesting this quickly, or as quickly as it serves your highest good. So, yeah. so just, just get to work, <laughs> okay? Yep. All right. Yes. Good luck with it. Um, I love you. I'm so grateful that you called in and and for hanging in with us tonight as we had all of our technical challenges. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Have a good night. All right, honey, my joy. Blessings. All right. All right, RJ, thank you for everything that you did to get us on the air tonight. How crazy was this? Let me tell you. I so appreciate you. (laughs) I was sitting back, relaxed, ready to start the show, thought we had everything under control. And then when I couldn't hear you, I said, oh, no. (laughs) But we made it work. 
So that's the key. <laughs> we did. We did. And I thank you so much. You have a wonderful week. We will see you back here again next Sunday. And I'm going to do just a quick heart connection and then we'll close it out. Is that okay with you, sweet man? Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, fine. RJ. I appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. All right, everybody. So as is our tradition, we're just going to do a quick conscious heart connection to complete our time together. Thank you all for joining us tonight. I'm just so grateful to be able to share this time with all of you. So if you will, as long as you're not driving um, a car or (laughs) handling heavy machinery, right? Just close your eyes, if you will. Uncross your ankles and knees. And just breathe. Relax your abdominal muscles and breathe into your heart center and out of it. Such a simple, simple thing to do. It's so powerful. For as you breathe into and out of your heart center, so many things are happening all at the same time. You're activating the vibration of love that is the essence of who you are. The heart is this beautiful doorway to it. It is the energy center through which we receive love and through which we send love. And every time we breathe into and out of our heart center, there is an amazing gift of love that emanates from us in all directions. And when that waveform begins, nothing stops it where there are no boundaries to love. It will continue in all directions down to the center of the earth as a gift to our blessed Mother Earth and all who dwell within her. It becomes a gift to all who dwell upon her because it expands everywhere. And it just keeps going and is a gift to everyone who lives and exists above her. Out into the universe, it continues to flow. A gift of love to all back to the beginning of time. And what we send out comes back to us multiplied. So the simplest breath in your heart raises your vibration. It's life affirming. It's healing in and of itself. And it's a gift to everyone and anything around you. And every time you send it out as a gift, it comes back to you multiplied. A gift that keeps on giving in a good way. So I invite you that what to do this as often as you consciously think of it. Have it be a part of your daily practice. If you do yoga or any other type of meditation, add it to it. Your prayer time, if you're working out, breathe into your heart as you're doing it. It'll bring more balance to you. It's an extraordinary gift, a gift you give yourself. 
And thank you, because as you breathe into your heart and out of your heart, it's a gift of love for me as well. And I return it back to you with much gratitude. Thank you so much to all our callers tonight for your wonderful questions and for sharing your hearts here on the Hercular Radio Network. Join us here again next Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Connect in at 645. Get into the queue. You'll be more guaranteed a live reading on air. And in the interim, please enjoy your moments. I'm Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. Good night and have a fabulous evening. Blessings. And now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.